Okay, so it's the 12th of August, day 712 of lockdown. Uh, these are more of my uncensored, unfiltered, unedited thoughts from my brain straight to you uh, in an audio log format. Uh, yeah, um, I want to talk about some TV shows today. I was like, what am I going to talk about? I went, well, I'm watching this TV show. I just finished this TV show. And after I finish watching this one, I'm going to watch this one. And then I realised that they're all based on, like, comic books. But, like, not, like, Marvel and DC superhero books, but different comic books. I was like, oh, that's interesting. They are also, uh, all of them, uh, really fun. And, uh... And, and pr- pr- pretty gay, pretty gay, uh, which, you know, is a major plus for me. So the first one I'll talk about is the one I already watched uh, uh, the other night. The other night, and that's because this is how Netflix works, uh, I watched the entirety of season two of The Umbrella Academy. And it was great. It's also gayer than the first season. Uh, <laughs> hey, hooray. Um... And also just really interesting. So if, even if you didn't like the first season, and not just because it's gear, but also because I think it might be better than the first season. Uh, certainly in terms of plot structure. Uh, although plot's not really the main thing. Uh, it's a very sort of character-driven genre show. It's based on the comic book by Jared uh, Way and uh, Gabriel Ba. Yeah, it's Gabriel Ba, right? Yeah, <laughs> I have blanked on that, but yeah. And essentially, what it's about is uh, a team of some children are all right. Okay, forty-three children are born around the world <laughs> at the same time on the same day. It's different mothers, none of whom were pregnant, but before the day began. That's this is how the the intro bit of the first episode starts. Uh, seven of them were uh, adopted by a guy called Sir Reginald Hargreaves and he raised them to be superheroes in what he called the Umbrella Academy. Um, and essentially, we pick, the, the show starts, something happens uh, to bring these, bring these now... No adult kids back together because the something had happened previously to separate them. I'm being vague because like that's the whole deal of the first season is well what happened? Why do these guys drift apart and what what's this thing that brings them back together? Um It's sort of like this very dysfunctional family, uh and they're all pretty great. They've all got different powers. Uh, like one of them's really strong and also lived on the moon for a bit. Uh, one of them can like bend the trajectory of throwing knives. Uh, one of them can can talk to the dead, and one of them can has the power to like make people do whatever she wants by saying like I heard a rumor of that, and then it happens. And then um. Actually, I won't go into anymore because uh, <laughs> it all comes up uh, during the show. But yeah, it's very silly. It's almost incoherent plot-wise at times, um, <laughs> in a way that like 
sort of superhero esque genre shows can can do. It has a lot of great musical cues, some extended dance sequences, one of which in season one is particularly infamous. Um, and as part of the pro- promotion for season two, they reenacted it, which was great. Um, some good. There's also still some good dancing in season two. Some some good music stuff as well. It's really funny. It's really silly. It's occasionally very frustrating because <laughs> you're just like, okay, so <laughs> are these people going to talk, communicate, like figure stuff out? Actually, you know, um, come together in any way to actually fix it? Because essentially, what the problem is. Yeah, in fact, I can't even say. I can't even say because that would be a spoiler. But you, it's all it's it's good. It's very good. I enjoyed it very much. Ellen Page is in it, and if you think that Ellen Page is my favorite character, yeah, you're pro- probably right. She's pretty great. I love Ellen Page. Um, have done set to Juno, obviously, but then uh, Whip it sealed the deal. <laughs> if you haven't seen Whip it, by the way, oh my god, you should go see. You should see Whip it. <laughs> what a great film. What a truly great film, and it's on Amazon. Gosh, I saw it when I was flicking through Amazon earlier. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the comics are interesting. I've I've read the first one. I never bothered, I never bothered reading the second one. The art is great, uh, and the story is just mad. Uh, Jared Way is clearly a big fan of Grant Morrison. Uh, he has stated this clearly, and this is is very Doom Patrol esque. Uh, there's another TV show I need to watch. <laughs> Heard very good things about Doom Patrol. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I even recommended comics. Um, but yeah, they're good fun. Very good fun. And it just blows my mind that... Um, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance was just like, You know what? I'm just going to write a comic book series that's going to be really successful. I got <laughs> like, Alright, alright mate. Live your dream. And uh, now then he, he's gone on to write much more uh, stuff. He's gone on to write Doom Patrol, in fact. It all comes full circle. Second series I'm going to talk about is a series called Stump Town, which is on ABC in America. I don't know why. but And it's also it's on Alibi on uh, in the UK. It's a freeview channel. Uh, that's Which is definitely where I watched it. Definitely didn't find a... Uh, version of it to download anywhere on the internet nope watched it purely legally for the incredibly hard to find alibi channel yep uh, it's pretty great it's uh, based on a comic book by Greg Rucker and I cannot remember the name of the artist because I'm terrible Um, and I'd not, I'm sure the artist must get credited at the beginning of each episode but I'd uh, I just don't remember, and I don't do research. Uh, don't worry, let's get this this crediting thing will get worse for the third one. Um, but yeah, Greg Rucker, I've mentioned before when I talked about the old guard, uh, has a habit of writing really good, like genuinely strong female characters, not just not the um, <laughs> the cliched strong female protagonist. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's about a, a former US Marine with PTSD uh, who 
has been sort of mulching around on benefits for a while and uh, decides to become, well, and sort of realises she'd be pretty good at being a private investigator. And that's the, that's the whole thing. It's, it's not anywhere near as high concept as uh, the, the, the as the Umbrella Academy or the, the third show I'm going to talk about. It's very simple. It's set in, it's set in Portland, Oregon. Uh, one of the nicknames of which is Stumptown, hence the... Hence the name. I think it's after a lot. I think it's because they do a lot of logging there, but I'm not actually sure. And it's great. Kobe Smulders uh, plays the lead, who is the incredibly named Dex Parios. Uh, <laughs> that is her name. Dex is short for Dexadrine. Uh, <laughs> just, just a fact of the show. Uh, and she's great. She plays the. Uh, Sort of, because you know it's that classic trope of the disaffected doesn't ca- doesn't care anymore. You know, army vet with a haunted 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 by her past turns to booze and sex to get over it. You know, classic film noir tropes, uh, and played fantastically well. She's she's. <laughs> I've liked Colby Smulders since How uh, I Met Her Mother, uh, which, you know, a series which I have incredibly mixed feelings on. But she's clearly very, she's very watchable. And she's got a bit of, the, bit of Maria Hill from, from uh, the Marvel movies in this. Uh, and also, and this is very important um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Dex is bisexual and that's just a fact of the show. Like, no, there's no... Oh my gosh, uh There's just, like, sometimes, like, her ex shows up. And it's a... It's a woman. Wow. <laughs> and you're like, that, yep, that's that checks out. That's how, uh... Hey, bisexuals exist and just, like, live in the world and, like, had relation, have relationships and do stuff. Weird. Uh, it's just really great. It's got a great supporting cast. Uh, Jake Johnson plays her best friend who owns a bar, which is very weird if you if you're familiar with him from New Girl, where he um, ends up owning a bar. Um, uh, some uh, Cameron Mannheim's in it. I love Cameron Mannheim. She's so good. Uh, there's a lot of cop stuff in it, but it's not. But because she works outside the police force, it's not very. It's not like super copaganda. The cops we see her interact with appear to be good cops, but there's the implication that they are not the only ones. In fact, there's a former cop that you meet who is definitely not definitely corrupt. Um, and there's a lot of talk about how, uh, like, people can be bought off and all this kind of things. Which is nice. Uh, Dex's little brother, uh, Ansel, has Down syndrome and is played by an actor with Down syndrome, obviously. And he, he's great. Uh, the the characters, like, those actors who just pop up for, like, one episode. I'm like, hey, like, Donald Logue, Eliza Coop, uh, Sosha Mamet, a bunch of people who I'm like, hey, I know you, I like you. It's cool that you're in this. <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun. Uh, it's got also got some great music cues. And some really, like, some genuinely uh, engaging mysteries for a procedural show. For, like, a case a case of the week type procedural. It's really good fun. I recommend it. I've not finished it yet. I'm only halfway through. Maybe it takes a huge dip in the second half of the season. But my flatmate doesn't. Excuse me, it doesn't. So, 
That's cool. And then the third thing I want to talk about, and the third show I want to talk about is Winona Earp. Uh, Winona Earp is <laughs> based on a comic book by, I want to say Bo Smith. I've not read it, unlike the other two. Like, uh, I've read the first volume of Umbrella Academy, and I first only read the first volume of Stumptown, and I really enjoyed it. But there's only so many, like, Greg Rucker comics I can buy. Um, I've not read When on Earth's comic at all. I hear it's fine. But the show itself, which you can see, get the first two seasons of on Netflix, which I've watched, and I'm sit- and I'm watching the third season through uh, some magical means that are definitely not legal. Um, uh, as a show, it's uh, <laughs> as a show uh, about the great great granddaughter of Wyatt Earp, right? <laughs> Go with me on this. Who comes to the town of the town of Purgatory, where Wyatt lived for a while, and finds his old and gets his old gun, and carries on the family tradition of uh, killing all the uh, outlaws that Wyatt Earp killed in his life, who get resurrected because of magic, <laughs> as revenants. And it means that uh, each descendant, each uh, heir, the Wyatt heir, uh, the Earp heir, well, not the Wyatt heir, the Earp heir, has to kill them with this magic gun called the Peacemaker. It is ridiculous, obviously, judging from that setup. And, uh, like I say, there's witches, there's these revenants, some of them have magic powers, have special powers, because... Of course, uh, <laughs> otherwise you'd just be fighting the same kind of people all the time. And the first two seasons I've watched are just so silly and so like ridiculous and just and genuinely just like very Buffy esque in a positive way. Um, Winona is yet another hard drinking, uh, <laughs> hard drinking, like sarcastic lead but in a diff- very different way than like Dex uh, she has a sister called Waverly who is great uh, uh, she, run- she also meets a mysterious gentleman called Doc hmm interesting and uh, works at the sh- and, and has a cu- run-ins with the sheriff's office etc it's all very it's all very uh Genre television, western silliness, uh, and I enjoy it a great deal. And I'm looking forward to finally getting around to watching season three. There was a huge gap between season three and season four, which just started in America. And now season four is being delayed. The second half of season four is being delayed because of COVID, so that's fun. But uh, it's been coming coming near to cancellation two or three times now and it's always been saved by the fans it's got a very rabid fan base and deservedly so oh also uh there is a very very sweet relationship like gay relationship in the middle of it which i really like and as do as do the the internet the the fans the queer community the lesbian fans It's really good. Sorry, I'm very warm. If you're wondering why I've been breathing like I'm breathing, it's because remember I did I recall these under a, under a cover. It's incredibly warm. 
we had a crazy lightning storm last night. Uh, it lasted for like an hour and a half, two hours. It really, really stressed me out. Actually, um, I don't know why. Like atmospheric changes just really get, like affect me. <sighs> but yeah, so those are three really good shows based on comic books. That was really really good comic books. But I don't. I only. I think one of them is really good. One of them is really interesting and has great art. And the other one I have not read. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, so stay safe. Uh, stay well. Stay educated and informed. And, you know, if you are going to base your TV show on a lesson on comic book, if you make it gay, I'm definitely going to watch it. Like, 100%, no doubt, I will watch it. Uh, cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. My name is Marjorie. Goodbye.